0: Dr. Mora, welcome to a new episode and a new week with the Coaching Hive podcast. If you are new, welcome. And if you have been listening since the beginning, thank you, my friend. It is always a pleasure to have you here with me. The month of June is all about embracing change. This can be a difficult process, but often well worth the fear we can feel. If you are ready to dive into today's podcast, let's get going. And remember that this podcast is family friendly. So go ahead and play it through your speakers as you listen. Let me set the stage for you. You are a passionate entrepreneur. You have a family, you have friends and you have responsibilities. Maybe you volunteer regularly, have favorite hiking spots. Maybe you love to spend time with your dog or your cat or your iguana. You cook more days than not, you plan the meals, you take care of the laundry. You might even enjoy hanging out with friends, spending time in your garden, checking in on family, caring for your parents, your children, your loved ones. Perhaps this is all true. And you fall into bed exhausted at the end of the day because once again, your schedule has ruled you and it won. You are hesitantly approaching your health coaching career because of the potential for burnout and exhaustion and goodness knows you are already tired. But what would happen if you had a magic wand that could give you the power to manage your schedule in a way that you still got your work done? You had time for friends, for family, for the important experiences in life without getting exhausted. Would you approach your health coaching career with commitment and confidence if you had that magic wand? There are wildly successful, passionate entrepreneurs all over the world who accomplish this feat of magic, except it isn't magic. They manage their schedule instead of being exhausted by their schedule. Amy Porterfield calls it adding more intentional margin to her schedule. And she recently introduced a four-day work week for her employees, There was a recent podcast episode, I believe it's episode 378, where Amy said, I wanted more intentional work margins for my team and for myself so that we could spend more time with the people we love doing the things we love. Two, for many years as an entrepreneur, I didn't even know it was possible to not work seven days a week. I hate to even admit that, but it's true. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for my students. How powerful is that? She doesn't want that for her students. She doesn't want that for any entrepreneur to not have days off. As a student of her digital course academy in the past several months, I have seen firsthand that she is always looking for ways to encourage balance and taking charge of her schedule rather than her schedule taking charge of her. You can even see this in the quote that I just shared with you from her podcast episode, but she isn't the only one making these shifts and recognizing the importance of balance and insisting on saving time for life, for living. We get one chance. Now, kind of in another vein of examples, it's often talked about that six years ago, Gary Vaynerchuk wrote a blog post stating that he worked 18 to 20 hours a day. He has had huge growth in his business that can make you the kind that can make you green with envy. But who wants that lack of balance? In fact, Gary Vee recently came out saying that he is now getting up to 10 hours of sleep a night thanks to COVID. He, he is getting the necessary sleep because he had to slow down. He is being incredibly productive during his waking hours. Think about that for a moment. If he is sleeping up to 10 hours a day, that leaves 14 hours left for work. I know that's not a good balance either, but stay with me. He was working 18 to 20 hours a day. Now there are only 14 hours available, but he is still being productive and successful. If you do the math, he has up to six hours less per day to work than he had previously. And he is still being successful. Even the Harvard Business Review is a proponent of sleep and has examined entrepreneur success on tasks with sleep. We need sleep. We can all think of someone who seems to have enough time to sleep and is a successful entrepreneur. How are some people able to do everything they want to accomplish and still have a manageable schedule while some people are left feeling exhausted, sleep deprived, and maybe even burned out with their coaching schedule. Well, usually people think that they have to say yes to every opportunity that comes along, that each piece of content has to be 100% perfect, and that if they're not working, they're being lazy. Each person who takes control of their schedule has embraced change. They have become intentional in creating space and making the necessary changes to their expectations to do that. Amy Porterfield, once again, calls this creating intentional margin. I bring it up because I love that term. Intentional means done with purpose and margin means the space around. Whether you call it creating intentional margin or something else, you are purposefully leaving space around, not crowding the calendar, the to-do list, or the page with activities. So let's break that down. Let's talk about how this can actually work even with the busiest of schedules. Well, the first step you need to take is to get really, really crystal clear on your vision. With the Coaching Hive Blueprint, we have a mindful vision course that allows coaches to really dial in their vision so that everything is derived from serving that vision. Remember that a vision is where you want your business to be and your life to be, but we live it today as though we have arrived. For example, if your vision for your life as an entrepreneur includes getting eight hours of sleep a night, And I would certainly encourage that having family dinner every evening. Start doing that now, build in the components that you ultimately want. If you do that now, then the other things flow in around these non-negotiables instead of kind of competing for that space. Once you have your vision in place, look at your calendar and your to-do list. What is the most necessary thing to get done each day? Identify just, one item. Oh, I know some of you are getting nervous here. This is one item, okay? This is what you will start your day with no matter what happens. This gets done. Maybe it's outlining your social media posts, but you cringe about that task, so you put it off. You wait till later. But how do you feel when it kind of rolls around to 3 p.m.? and you haven't done that task, you feel frantic, you feel frustrated, maybe disappointed. How would you feel if you tackled it first thing after breakfast? How would it feel if it was done before you got drawn into the other things that happen? You could just check it off. How would you feel? Would you feel better? Probably so. Maybe less frantic, maybe less frustrated, maybe elated (laughs) to have that task done. Well, here's the thing. You've just taken control of your schedule by simplifying your expectations of what must get done. You may be ready to jump in with, but Mora, my to-do list would never get done if I took that approach. I know. But what you have just done is identified the most important task of the day. It won't be your only task. Each day, try to have three high-importance tasks identified with your top one that gets done first. No ifs, ands, or buts. Then prioritize the remaining two high priority tasks. Let me give you an example. If I need to schedule my social media posts, outline my next two podcasts, and respond to coaching emails, that's a big time commitment. Depending on how many posts I'm creating and scheduling, that may be a few hours of work. Outlining may also be several hours depending on the topics and the research needed. Emails may be shorter, but if you start with those emails, you can easily get sucked into your email box and never even see the other tasks for the day. If all three of these tasks were accomplished, I would feel a great sense of accomplishment. Three tasks. If simply having three tasks for each day makes you nervous, consider creating three secondary tasks that are easily moved from day to day if they're not done. You know that they need to be done, but they simply aren't a priority right now. When you give yourself this kind of flexibility, you can release the guilt that accompanies an incomplete task list. So the next step is to identify your absolute must complete task for each day, that's step two. Step one was to craft your vision, make sure that everything is supporting it, step two is identify that one must complete task each day that supports your vision and then designate two other high priority tasks. Next, arrange your appointments so that you make the most of your time. Think about that for a minute. Arrange your appointments so that you make the most of your time. For some people, this means scheduling appointments back to back with just a few minutes in between. It keeps you in one zone of work without having to constantly switch back and forth during the day. As a coach, this means that you may schedule your clients in the morning or the afternoon, but they're done as a cluster of appointments. If you have an hour between client meetings, it can be difficult to be productive because tasks sometimes take more time than you have in those little snippets. How you schedule your appointments will also tie back to your vision. How does your business fit into your life rather than your life fitting into your business? Now, if you find that you have these little snippets of time, you can decide how you want to use them. Is it to take time to practice mindfulness? Perhaps this is when you check your personal email and texts and respond to friends or family. Maybe you keep a list of very short, no demanding tasks that can be woven into any small space with little effort. I sometimes use these little snippets to accomplish household chores so that they don't cut into family time and rest. I have been known to empty the dishwasher, refill it. Maybe I'll start a load of laundry. If I know I just have a few minutes, I get something else taken care of so that I have that balance and i still feel like I'm getting work done. So now we have, what are we up to? Three steps. The first one is to carefully craft your vision and begin living it. The second, is to choose one key task that aligns with your vision each day and then identify two other primary tasks for the day. The third step is to arrange your appointments and tasks to make the most of your time. Finally, and this is a big one, tell yourself every day that perfection is not necessary. Phew, that's a big one. I just said that as a musician, I have been guilty of being a perfectionist. If you have ever played under a demanding conductor, you know why, but I discovered that perfection is not necessary. And in fact, that hinders our progress toward the vision. This doesn't mean that you're letting go of your standards, but it does mean that you don't agonize over every little detail, do your best and know that your clients are working with you because they know you and trust you, not because you are perfect. When you apply this to the previous three steps, you will find even more freedom in your schedule and business processes. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't do your best. You absolutely should, but your best doesn't need to be perfect. It allows for wiggle room. It allows you to be human. A mentor of mine has typos in his content, but he doesn't worry if it doesn't get in the way of the meaning. He would much rather share his knowledge with the business world than get stuck in an endless cycle of revisions. He would rather start the conversation than delay the important conversation for the sake of a tweak of a copy. He takes action because he isn't committed to being perfect. He is committed to action and he has developed a highly successful business as a result. So think about this. When you read an article and see a typo and cringe, ask yourself, would I rather have missed this article because the author was still proofreading or would I rather have that important information right now with the typo? Chances are you would prefer to have the important information with the typo then be denied the content for weeks or months as the piece went through countless revisions. So there you have it. The four steps, your magic wand, to taking control of your schedule as a coach entrepreneur. This is a process. It's not going to happen overnight, but I can tell you it's worth it. Are you going to continue as you are right now? Or begin taking control of your schedule to build in time for play and rest with your family and friends. Maybe you still aren't convinced that this could possibly work, that it could help you move from hesitant to committed and moving forward with your vision of being a health coach. But I wouldn't share these steps with you if I didn't know that they work. How do I know this works? If you have been following me for a while, you know that my schedule is anything but simple. I teach eight college classes a year, homeschool our middle school son, consult with a health and wellness company, and run the coaching hive, which includes a community group, master classes, mentor calls, and this podcast. I haven't always gotten it right, but I find the more I commit to the process that I shared with you today, the more intentional margin I create, and the more satisfied I feel. I am more productive, I'm more creative, I'm more clear headed, and I'm better able to identify what I can say no to. I also get more sleep. And as my family will tell you, I am so much more fun to be around when I have enough sleep. Okay, how will you use these steps this week to take control of your schedule instead of your schedule taking control of you? What are you going to prioritize based on your vision? How are you going to tackle each day with a top priority? I use a paper calendar and you can see here that this is a week I haven't used yet, but you can see here that it allows me to write out my importance for the week, what's going on. I have an opportunity to write out my top three tasks and then my secondary tasks. It fills up. I have notes of all kinds and priorities, but because I am committed to one major task per day with two others that need to get done, but it's not first, and then a max of three secondary tasks a day, it never gets cluttered. It never gets overwhelming because I'm focused and I'm intentional with my plans. I really look forward to seeing and hearing more about the ways you have changed. To take control of your schedule so that you have more intentional margin as well. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to have intentional margin. It is what makes us more successful as entrepreneurs. It makes us more successful as coaches and it allows us to live life in the moment. I always enjoy when you reach out on social media to connect. And if you found this episode helpful, I'd love to see your review on Apple Podcasts so that we can reach more people. As always, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Coaching Hive Podcast.